A Higher Things Reflection for Monday of the third week of Pentecost, June the 19th, 2023. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. Exodus 19, verse 6. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our family loves camping. There's something about the great outdoors, enjoying the beauty of creation, unplugging from responsibilities and electronics that always seems to give us a nice reset before we rush headlong back into the busyness of this life. If you look at the opening verses of our text this morning, you may have noticed that Israel, about three months after they were rescued from Egypt, came to the wilderness of Sinai, where they camped. But their camping was anything but a vacation. They weren't there to relax and recharge. Instead, they were there because God directed them to that place in order that he might establish his covenant with them. The Lord instructed Moses to begin by reminding the people of his gracious act of redemption when he drowned Pharaoh and his army while Israel was carried out of slavery and safety. Next comes the covenant. Obey my voice. Keep my covenant. Essentially, it was a call to listen to God's word. Maybe someone has asked you before if you're listening to them and you responded, I heard you. But there's a difference between hearing something and listening. God expected his people to listen. And the result of their listening? They would continue to be God's treasured possession, his kingdom of priests, his holy nation. It doesn't get much better than that. Moses reported the words to the people, and they replied, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Part of me wishes that I could step back into that moment in time, and, in Hebrew so they could understand, warn them of the foolish nature of their vow. But maybe that's the point of the ongoing nature of Israel and God's continued wrestling. God keeps choosing them according to his rich mercy. They prove faithless over and over again. And while they are certainly times when he allows them to fall into the pit they've dug themselves, more often than not, he forgives, rescues, and restores them to the favored status he originally bestowed upon Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. That said, we can learn a lot about what not to do when we see Israel making promises in vain. As we've seen in the last week, God is in the business of having mercy, but he won't stand for fake righteousness. Repent and believe accordingly. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The law of God is good and wise, and sets his will before our eyes, shows us the way of righteousness, and dooms to death when we transgress. To Jesus we for refuge flee, who from the curse has set us free, and humbly worship at his throne, saved by his grace through faith alone. Amen. LSP 579, verses 1 and 6. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. 
Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. With tragedy, sickness, and political unrest everywhere around us, it can be difficult to find hope. Newspapers and social media seem to be plagued with headline after headline of sin, death, and destruction. How can we find hope in these seemingly hopeless times, and how can we provide hope for others? Reverend Dr. Matthew Harrison provides encouragement in his book, Take Courage, Hopeful Words for Hopeless Times. He reminds readers of God's words of hope and promise, and points us toward trusting in Jesus during our temporary earthly struggles. Take Courage, now available from Concordia Publishing House.